welcome to another episode of the Blue Coats Brass Podcast. We've recently finished up our April camp in the cloud. So today I've got a few members from the 2020 Blue Coats Brass line here to talk about their experience in making this year's line and some info about our recent virtual camp. So joining me today is Kendall McNeely, Finley Muela, and Accorde Akinola. Thanks for being here today, guys. Um, to get started, can each one of you just sort of tell us a little bit about yourselves? My name is Finley Muela. Um, I used to be a saxophone player, but I'm Archiphonium. Um, I marched Pioneer in 2017, Mandarins in 2018, and then this is my first year at Blue Coats, and it took me uh, three auditions to get in. Cool. And uh, I'm Kendall McNelly, and I play French horn primarily, and then I play mellophone for the Blue Coats. Um, I didn't march anywhere drum corps uh, before I marched Blue Coats. I did five years of high school and then uh, auditioned in 18, got cut, made its callbacks. And then uh, I came back for 19 and made the cut. Again, my name is Akorade Akinola. I am a trumpet player uh, primarily. For marching experience, I marched Heatwave uh, in 2015 through 2017. I marched Southwind in 2017 as well, two cores one summer. <laughs> uh, and I marched the, with Phantom Regiment in 2018. Also, I marched uh, Strike Winds, which is a WGI group based out of South Florida. WGI wins, that is. Awesome. So we recently finished up our first camp in the cloud. Um, by the time that this comes out, it would have been a week since we finished up our camp. And we do have plans to continue these throughout the summer. We've talked in previous episodes about some of the different plans that we have in place. And at the camp, our core director, Mike Scott, also gave the information on, on several different other ideas and things we're going to try to do just so that we can still kind of keep that Blue Coats uh, family approach through all of this and make sure that all the students get a good, positive experience and so that ideally they all want to come back. And then later in this episode, we have something exciting. We're actually going to be starting a contest uh, with some online voting for all of our fans out there to determine the best Blue Coats ballad. And uh, so we'll give you some more information on that at the end of the podcast. So, Finley... You were saying, so this is the first time making Blue Coats after auditioning multiple times. Can you talk to us about what it meant to you to finally get a contract here at Blue? Yeah, um, it was it was such, I don't know, it was just such a big point in my life. Like, I, I literally cried. Like, I, I definitely teared up quite a bit uh, when I got it. Because um, when I first got into drum corps, I was like a 13-year-old little saxophone player in the middle of nowhere, and I... You know, it just didn't seem like something that was achievable at all. And it was just something that I, like, fantasized about. And then, you know, I finally decided to start going for drum corps stuff, and I did. And and um, it's funny because I, I thought that I had a really awful audition. And, like, you know, when they were going around, like, pulling people out to give them results, I was like, you know what, it's okay. I'll get it next year. You know, I, I still have quite a bit of time left. And then they pulled me out, and they were like, congratulations. And I was like, oh, so, Yeah. It's it's just been um yeah it's been a dream honestly even um even though the season's like quote unquote canceled it's still I still feel like I'm definitely a part of the blue coats yeah and the staff and like leadership have done a really good job of uh, I think making everybody feel that way yeah and you were saying how many times did you auditioned ahead of time uh three yeah I started auditioning when I was fifteen and Accorde what about you. Uh, so yes, I also auditioned for the Blue Coats previously for the 2018 season. Was cut. I uh, got it to callbacks and then was cut there. 
getting the contract this year uh, was also very special uh, to me as well. I have, I've always wanted to go to the Blue Coats for as long as I can remember. I think probably like the, when I first got into DCI, you know, around the year 2013. You know, it's my favorite show, to the America show. And um, so when I got the contract, uh, it was really special because um, lead uh, trumpet uh, instructor actually remembered me from uh, that audition two years ago. And uh, it was really special. Pulled me in, you know, with a couple other guys, told us we made it. And um, same thing, I, I feel like a blue coat. Been welcomed in, especially by the, all the trumpets. We talk almost every day, uh, even though we aren't continuing the season. So still uh, a great memory for me. Awesome. So, Kendall, you've already marched before, even though you were saying you auditioned multiple times uh, as well to to make it for the first time. But this being your second year, you know, what are some of your thoughts on the state of the activity right now? Um, I think the state of Blue Coats currently, we've spent a lot of time, I know on like just the staff end and the admin side, um, we've really uh, done very well to bring this drum corps to a level that's uh, just constantly putting out good material. Um, on the field, uh, in competition, we're scoring pretty well. I mean, we're, we're, we're placing pretty high and then just you know, from a artistic standpoint, I mean, we're putting on a show that everyone loves and then the the members are, are having a really good time doing it. I, I think what's special now is we are just so on a, on a micro scale, the sections, the, the, the members to staff, we're just uh, a lot closer. Um, we have a connection that's uh, very different from other places. And I think just what our staff is doing now to bring us through this time as far as a uh, um, a connection standpoint and then what they're doing behind the scenes to make all this happen and hopefully get us to 21. Um, it's just really great. They got a plan and it was a lot different than what I thought for sure. I, I almost thought we were just kind of like stuck on the middle of the ocean, <laughs> but uh, no, they are doing very, very well. So uh, Accorde, what were some of your thoughts on the initial cancellation of the season? Honestly, I wasn't surprised. Uh, I was kind of, you know, anticipating uh, for that to happen. I'm- I didn't want it to happen, but I was uh, trying to be realistic, uh, seeing so much news about many other things being canceled, you know, just uh, celebrities and like their concerts being canceled. I I could only imagine, you know, a drum corps with 150, you know, almost 200 people constantly traveling around together, you know, that's probably going to get canceled too. It's only inevitable, but yeah. So Finley, what were you thinking when you got the email from Mike Scott, knowing that the next day we were going to have to have a full core circle up where it eventually ended up being us notifying the members that the season was going to be canceled. What was going through your head when you first saw that message from Mike? Man, my heart just like dropped because I don't know, it's just been such a, a long term goal for me. And like when I got that, that email, I was just like, like, I think all of us just knew like what was happening. Um, and then like when he like said it, like it just became like real and, you know, I'm still like a little bit upset about it, but 21 is something to look forward to. So, Yeah, definitely. Well, before we continue our discussion, let's take a quick break to hear from a couple of our sponsors for this episode. Hammond Design is the exclusive mouthpiece manufacturer for the Bluecoats. Carl Hammond is recognized by players all over the world for his commitment to excellence through superior craftsmanship and professionalism. 
That's why Blue Coats trust Hammond and why we feel you should get the experience of sound in HD. Visit CarlHammondDesign.com to get started. That's Carl with a K, HammondDesign.com. This podcast is funded in part by the sustaining members of The Shield. The Shield is a monthly giving society dedicated to protecting the future of Bluecoats. Donors give monthly and support Bluecoats programs, and as a thank you, they receive insider access to content and special events. To become a sustaining member, visit bluecoats.com slash the shield. Getting started now, talking more about the camp itself Kendall, can you tell us a little about what were your initial thoughts on what you thought was going to happen? I, I know that the uh, the Bluecoats turned over their social media accounts to you as well on that day. And, and so what were some of your thoughts on what was what you thought was maybe going to be happening for camp that weekend? Good grief. I had no I had no clue. This is my second year with Bluecoats and going in as a second year is kind of hard in general because, you know, you've got a higher expectation. And then to add on top of, hey, we're not going to be together is also just a difficult task at hand. So they gave us uh, social media and I I rocked with that as much as I could. Um, (laughs) It was just me. So that was very uh, bland, I would say. But it was a uh, it was a lot of fun, um, but I, yeah, I had no expectations. Um, I just thought that we would uh, get together and and see faces, so that was going to be super awesome to see everybody. But uh, yeah, I, I had nothing going in. Either of the uh, rest of you have any thoughts on what you thought was maybe going to be happening that may be different than uh, what Kendall had? Just basically about the same thing. Didn't have much expectations going in. Uh, there's only so much that you can do virtually. I didn't expect as much as we did. I think the entire thing took like maybe six hours. It was a very long time, but it was you know very informative and very educational and uh, a lot of things to take away from it. Awesome. Finley, anything? I had no idea. <laughs> I just knew, I knew that the staff was going to handle it well, but I, I had not, not a single clue. After we, you know, we did have a March camp that very first weekend in March. I don't remember the dates exactly. Did the thought ever cross y'all's mind at that point that that would be the last time that we would be together as a full drum corps in person? No. Honestly, no. Now, I remember talking to one vet and uh, he said, I'm so excited. This is going to be really awesome. I'll see you in April. And I was like, awesome. And yeah, that just never happened. Yeah, I unfortunately didn't get to be at that camp. I was uh, struggling on the beaches of Waikiki that weekend, and um, <laughs> I had a great time. Uh, I, I still, if I would have known, that would have been the last chance to have been together with the group. Though I, I probably would have rather been with Blue, but maybe that makes me weird or something like that. <laughs> so now that we've gotten through the first virtual camp of multiple that we'll be having this year, what was your experience like? It was really awesome to take over uh, Bluecoat's official Instagram. Never done that before. I, I've done a lot of uh, takeovers on the Mellogram, and that was uh, that was a lot of fun. Um, but just a lot of questions. I got to post some questions, and so I got to DM a lot of people personally and, and answer some uh, just some basic drum corps questions, things, and ideas, and uh, offer some insight. And it, it was really great. Um, the feedback was awesome. And so I had a really great audience on top of just, it was a, a great 
host. We had a great time. And, and I think just the sectionals at the very end of the, the, the weekend was also just a nice uh, ender for the whole uh, April camp. What about you, Finley? It was it was very cool, honestly. It was it was a lot more like informational stuff than I expected it to be. Um and it was just really nice to like see everybody's faces and stuff again and like seeing the staff and we had some really cool guest speakers. We had a good talk with Doug Thrower. We had a good talk about Lucote's mean tone temperaments, which a lot of it went over my head, but it was it was really cool, <laughs> definitely. Accordy. Uh so yes, it was a very informational, you know, weekend. Same thing with me. I'm not the uh, brightest when it comes to music theory, but uh, I was trying to keep all my ears open, you know, try to f- follow along as uh, as best as I could. But it was was v- very uh, educational, especially when uh, we started clapping with the other gentleman. Ryan Kilgore. Yes, uh, not something we do as brass players. Uh, very often we don't really clap a lot of our rhythms, like being a percussionist. And I really enjoyed, you know, when we had Doug Thrower uh, come by and answer a lot of the questions that we had, you know, when it comes to design. And, you know, I think that might have been everyone's favorite part. I think everyone really paid attention to that. Yeah. So that was your favorite part. Kendall, what about you? What was your favorite part? Um, Yeah, probably like what Finley said. Seeing everyone's face was really nice. I I liked that all the staff was there. Definitely um, some of my favorite people to be around. Like Accorday said, like a Doug Thrower, he's so laid back and he just, <laughs> it's almost like having a coffee with him at, at some table. It was really awesome for sure. Another thing that was uh, really fun to watch was uh, on the Snapchat, the Color Guard was, a Color Guard member was taking over the Snapchat. So you got to see what it was like from their point of view. I think they kind of pushed their computers back and they started doing some stretching and just things of that nature. So on one end, I, got to be a part of the brass side of it. And then on the other, I got to witness uh, virtually what the color guard was doing. Cool. So what types of things are you all doing to stay connected between the members uh, or either just the membership in general or your specific sections? What are some different things that you guys have uh, either done so far or plan to do in the future? The Bluecoats Connect events have been really fun. Last night we watched the B movie. So that was fun. It almost felt like I, I was on the bus again yeah it was nice seeing everybody and doing that and then um for the Barry youths we have like a snapchat group and i think there's like a clash of the clans clan or something yeah that's pretty great i don't play clash but <laughs> kendall what about you uh i think the mellophones a lot of the vets we're trying to be very up close and personal with our our, our rookies and definitely trying to blend the lines um we we, we have a system we call a we call Mellow Buddies, and we pair a vet with a couple of rookies, and we just have a blast um, through Snapchat, through messaging, and then we do some Zoom calls, and uh, it's just a great way to connect one-on-one. Um, so we're doing a little bit of that, and then I think Brandon is also trying to get some clash going as well. So <laughs> we'll see. How about you, Corday? Uh So the Trumpets, we have a Snapchat group chat, which we are constantly blowing up on a daily basis. <laughs> Uh, a lot of them are music majors. Uh, I'm not, but they do send a lot of like just orchestras and things that we should be listening to. And uh, we talk a lot about that uh, now that the season's over. Uh, we also have a Discord uh, just for the 2020 trumpets. So we're all in that as well. So if we want to ever talk, you know, actually 
rather than like texting through Snapchat, we can go on Discord and talk there. Yeah, I learned about in our last episode when we had um, Derek and Matt Harloff and Kevin LaBeouf on there, I learned about House Party. And so uh, that's been interesting, learning a little bit more about that. So I, I think one of the things we also talked about on the last episode that is becoming even more apparent, especially getting a chance to talk with you all and having camp this past weekend, is you know one of the, the greatest parts about our activity is the relationship side of things that we have with one another. And you know normally retention rate from year to year with the drum corps, you know you're around fifty percent ish, you know give or take a little bit. But with you know. DCI allowing the age outs another year, assuming the activity comes back. It's interesting that, you know, retention rates should be more in like 70, 80%, I think for a lot of the groups, if not even a little bit higher. And so we get all this extra time to build the relationships and, and going into, you know, an audition camp uh, in November and having, all these people that you didn't know a year ago when you auditioned and you haven't actually marched together, but you all actually know one another now because of all the different activities. And I'm excited to see what the 2021 season could potentially bring knowing the fact a that we've been able to, as a staff, we've been able to do some type of teaching with you along the way and the relationships already exist amongst so many of you um, because you had this bonus year kind of just getting to know one another. So any of you all have any thoughts on that? I think that the you know, camaraderie is going to be at an all-time high 24-7. Um, everyone's going to be extremely happy and pumped and excited to get the season uh, going. It does give the staff more time to teach us. All drum corps, they all have that ex- same exact uh, opportunity. So uh, you know they should capitalize on that, just like the Blue Kids are doing now. To add on that, I think we also have... For all of the rookies, we, for me at least too, when my first season came about, I, I had this moment where it was, well, not moment, several days where I was just kind of in awe of being a blue coat and totally did not understand what that meant. <laughs> so you get this kind of like um, time to prepare and, and kind of get used to your environment. And so when we actually hit the field next year, um, or hopefully, we were actually more connected. You're, you're used to this environment, these people, and uh, just kind of like the lingo, everything that goes on. And so that you're not just, uh, you know, a deer in headlights, if that makes any sense. Absolutely. So since the season has been canceled, what are you all going to be doing this summer? I'm going to, well, I'm taking a, like a full summer schedule full of classes. Because uh, for my music education degree, it's supposed to take like five years if you don't take summer classes. And, you know, originally I wasn't planning on taking any, so I could do drum corps. But, you know, there are silver linings. So hopefully I can maybe graduate on time now. <laughs> um, <laughs> so just that and like going to the Blue Coats Connect events and practicing and working out. That's basically it. Cool. According? I will be working uh, this summer, uh, saving up a lot, of, a lot more money and just have a nice cushion for... Uh, when tuition starts rolling around for the next summer, I will also be practicing. Yeah, just basically those two working and and practicing. Oh, and working working out a lot more. You know, just get myself even more physically fit for the uh, summer. Yeah, I think one of the cool things the the Blue Coats have set up is the relationship with Marching Health, and so uh, they've been doing a lot uh, of work or just providing a lot of opportunities for for the members in there as well, which is pretty cool. 
What about you, Kendall? What are your plans? I, I'll be definitely doubling down on teaching. Hopefully there's a couple uh, bands in my county that, uh, that need a marching tech. On top of, I mean, Corday said it, you know, working just constantly. And I was going to start jujitsu after the season. And so it looks like I'll be starting early. So, yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. Cool. During quarantine, I've uh, started learning Spanish. Probably going to be continuing that over the summer as well. <laughs> Which program are you using? Uh, Duolingo. Duolingo, yeah. Yes. yeah and, I, and I have uh, many friends who speak Spanish. So I'm constantly bugging them about uh, phrases and words. Yeah, have, having this time to just try some new things is nice. I, I wish I had that. I'm, I'm plenty busy with all of my own actual work stuff, but it would be nice. It seems like for a lot of people, though, it's it's a great chance to um, just try some new things, which I'm, yeah, I'm kind took of jealous up, um, of Yeah, I took up some rifle just for fun, like the color guard kind. <laughs> I can yes. throw a triple now. Not like uh, consistently, but like one in every five I can catch. That's more than I can do. <laughs> So what are your current thoughts on returning for the 2021 season? I think for me, I'm, I'm good to go. I, I, I kind of planned out um, the next four years of my life just being here at Bluecoats. Um, I, I have no problems. I, I've already like set up times financially. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of ready to go. <laughs> awesome. Uh, for me, I was, you know, a little hesitant for about a few days or so. I spoke to my... Uh, my mom, my dad, and you know, some family members. I uh, wasn't sure if I wanted to continue uh, just because I have a few other plans or had a couple things planned after the summer because this is my age out or what would have been 2020, not 2021. But now I am talking to them. I only have one opportunity to do this. This is my dream. So uh, I'm just going to do it this one summer, uh, age out, and then continue my life uh, afterwards. Awesome. Um, I'm definitely excited to return for 21. I think it's going to be really interesting, like everybody said, to see like how cohesive we can make the group between now and like November even. Um, and we're all going to have like that shared experience of, you know, like missing this summer. And I think that's uh, going to make it really special. Definitely. So as I mentioned a little bit earlier in the episode, we're starting a new contest to try and figure out what the fans think the best Blue Coats ballad is. And so we've compiled a list of all of the Blue Coats ballads going back to the beginning of their participation in DCI. And we're going to put together a tournament to figure out which is the favorite. And then what we're looking at trying to do is uh, whichever ends up winning, making that one of our encore tunes for the 2021 season. So what we're going to do is we're going to be starting this week with our seeding round. So we have a, a list online of all of them. And uh, the fans will be able to pick their top 10 favorites. And then we'll take all of that data and compile that together to figure out uh, the top 16 seeds. And then we'll basically do just a regular bracket style uh, tournament from there on out. So uh, for the fans out there, the link to vote is going to be bluco.at slash ballad. So it's basically like blue coat minus the E slash ballad. And there's the dot in the middle. One more time, bluco.at slash ballad. We'll also have this linked um, in the description for this week's episode. And we'll also have the blue coats will be promoting that too. So all votes for this first round of seating need to be submitted by Sunday, May 10th at 10 p.m. Eastern. And each fan can only vote once. So we'll ask you all, 
What are some of your favorite Blue Coats ballads? Accorde? Definitely have to be 2013. Like I said earlier, it's the first Blue Coat show that I came across. Definitely had that on repeat uh, my sophomore year of high school. And then also probably 2016, not even just because uh, they won or anything, but I genuinely uh, enjoyed the show. I saw it in person uh, quite a few times during the Florida tour in 2016. I have some of my best friends were in that show uh, as well. And I just always found myself watching it on repeat over and over after that summer and even summers later. Awesome. What about you, Finley? Um, probably either 2014 Hymn of Axiom. That was just a classic, I guess, for, for being like, I guess more new. It's a classic. Um, and then 2017 Grow Till, Grow Till Tall. That one was just really pretty and I really liked it. And that was like the show that I watched before I was like, I can actually probably do this. So it is special to me in that way. Awesome. And Kendall, what are your thoughts? I think you're just incorrect if you don't choose <laughs> 2015. <laughs> it's just good. Woods is great. Um, bon Iver is just, uh, he's excellent. But yeah, no, all of them are awesome. So it's definitely going to be a hard choice. But 2015 for sure. Yeah, so I'm, I'm very anxious to see how all this plays out. And so again, head over to bluco.at slash ballot. Get your votes in by Sunday, May 10th at 10 p.m. Eastern. We'll shut it off and then that'll, we'll sort of have the week to get that all tabulated and record for the next episode. And then uh, round one will be happening after that. And like I said, we'll, we'll do 16, uh, the top 16, and then we broke it down into to four sub-brackets. And so we have the trumpet bracket, the mellophone bracket, the bluthberry bracket, and the tuba bracket. And so uh, we'll kind of put all that against one another. And also it's sort of a, a contest within a contest to see which sections... Um, bracket ends up winning as well. So anyway, please uh, vote for that. Check that out. And that will go ahead and wrap it up for another episode of the Blue Coats Brass Podcast. Thank you to Kendall, Finley, and Accorde for joining us today. And please check back every other Monday for a new episode of the Blue Coats Brass Podcast. We hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Blue Coats Brass Podcast. Please tell your friends about our podcast and don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. If you have any topics you'd like to suggest or questions for us to answer in future episodes, please email us at brasspodcast at bluecoats.com. You can catch us on Instagram at bluecoats or at bluebrass, spelled B-L-O-O brass. You can also find us on Facebook and Twitter at the handle bluecoats. To learn more about the Bluecoats organization and all of its offerings, visit us on the web at bluecoats.com. Our podcast is made possible in part from the support of Hammond Design, the official mouthpiece designer and manufacturer of the Bluecoats Drum and Bugle Corps. As a performance partner of the Bluecoats, we trust HD with our sound and we think you should too. Learn more at carlhammonddesign.com to get started. That's Carl with a K, HammondDesign.com.